John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. This week on Tuning Out the News, the liberal virtue signal says Democrats calling on Senator Dianne Feinstein to retire are discriminating against employees' right to work remotely from their coffin. Then, the conservative hot take asks The Daily Show's Desi Lydic if Clarence Thomas should be praised for befriending a Nazi memorabilia collector, exposing himself to more progressive views than those held by his wife. But first, are Republican megadonors no longer seeing Ron DeSantis as Trump without the baggage due to his having the shape and charisma of an empty suitcase? It's Thursday, April 20th. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast. Up first, big news. Oh, man, I got stung by a stingray this weekend. Oh, that's terrible. Ouch. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. In the end, it'll bring me and the stingray closer together. Sounds good. Good evening, I am host James Smartwood, and just to be on the safe side, I think Dominion voting machines are fantastic. Top story, Republican mega donors are starting to think Ron DeSantis might not be the nasal voice, charisma-free, children's general-obsessed 2024 short bet they thought he was. In a story sure to alleviate populist fears, the nation is run by a shadowy cabal of rich people, Rolling Stone exposed a group chat of conservative donors questioning whether DeSantis has the minimum competence to be an effective pawn. Quote, what the f*** is wrong with RD, one participant wrote, after DeSantis did not curtail his out-of-state publicity tour to return home amid massive flooding in the Fort Lauderdale area. Those donors there under the false impression that Republican politicians focus on responding to statewide crises rather than Reddit rumors about Cookie Chris turning kids gay. This follows another wealthy donor saying of DeSantis, quote, because of his stance on abortion and book banning, myself and a bunch of friends are holding our powder dry. You know you're killing it when your opponent is facing a porn star hush money bombshell and the billionaire donors are like, let's see how this plays out. Meanwhile, a Trump-aligned super PAC showed uncharacteristic generosity by putting DeSantis out of his misery with this ad. Ron DeSantis loves sticking his fingers where they don't belong. And we're not just talking about pudding. DeSantis has his dirty fingers all over senior entitlements. Scary music. Like cutting Medicare. Scary music. Slashing Social Security even raising our retirement age. Tell Ron DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers off our money. Oh, and somebody get this man a spoon. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content. Goddamn, I'm hungry. Now, if Trump thinks this sort of frivolous ad hominem attack can sway voters, then he is exactly right. Joining me now to coach a ragtag gang of misfit facts to win the champion truth by showing the many headlines possible when you believe in scoops. His Democratic strategist kicked off her college girlfriend's text chain for forwarding Chuck Schumer donation spam, Lydia Parker. Good evening. Chief Washington Bureau Chief who has only ever made love on Murphy beds, Jonathan Keene. Hello. Chief Field Correspondent who will be taking a shower with soap after this, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. Plus, CNN host who, when he's on TV, makes my wife suddenly really interested in the news, Van Jones. Thanks so much for joining us, Van. Glad to be here. Now, Van, why has Ron DeSantis been unable to connect with voters or rich donors, no matter how hard he uses the power of his office to stomp the downtrodden? <laughs> well, I just think that, uh, you know, he's famous for uh, being in a fight with uh, Mickey Mouse and Disney World, but he seems to be yeah. living in his own uh, fantasy land uh, where... 
as long as he's able to rile up the Fox News audience, he can actually uh, get be president of the United States. Uh, the reality is uh, he is not popular. Uh, he beat a walking corpse uh, to become the uh, the governor in Florida. Uh, he didn't have stiff competition there. He's been bragging on that. Uh, he does not do well one on one with people. Uh, and his policies are, you know, more popular probably in Afghanistan than they are in the United States. Well, look, I will say, I mean, he could go after an even lower rung of society. I could see him going to a factory farm, maybe karate chopping a bunch of chickens. <laughs> you know, DeSantis has been strong on technology, brilliantly transforming every major issue facing the country into a new form of transphobia. Mm. That pudding thing is crazy. Everyone knows the only way to eat pudding is in an adult-sized high chair being spoon-fed by a buxom German grandmother. Yeah. I understand DeSantis's descent into power-hungry madness completely. We've all done heinous things to further our ambitions. I know I have. Terrible things. Keen, no, no you haven't. I sure have. I can be a real terror. Didn't you apologize to a urinal once? Hey, when I'm in the wrong, I say so. Hey, that's great, Keen. Now, a DeSantis super PAC responded to the Trump ad with an attack ad seemingly written by the political machine that catapulted Jeb Bush to political stardom. Donald Trump is being attacked by a Democrat prosecutor in New York. So why is he spending millions attacking the Republican governor of Florida? Trump's stealing pages from the Biden-Pelosi playbook, repeating lies about Social Security. Here's the truth from Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, we're not going to mess with Social Security as Republicans. We're not going to mess with Social Security as a Republican. At some point, they will be. We will take a look at that. Trump should fight Democrats, not lie about Governor what is this, DeSantis. like nine hours long? What happened to Donald Trump? Never back down, Inc. is responsible for the contents of this ad. Great ad. Trump's base of policy wonks are really going to think twice about voting for him now. Van, what does an effective DeSantis ad on Donald Trump look like? Is it a whiny defense of his record? The problem they have with someone like DeSantis is uh, he doesn't know how to fight. Uh, if, if he thinks he's going to be able to beat Donald Trump by splitting hairs about Social Security policy, he hasn't watched Donald Trump. Uh, you, you go after Donald Trump by going after things he really cares about. He's a vain man. You talk about his looks. You talk about uh, his hair. You talk about his family. You, you do stuff that's going to throw him off his game. Unfortunately, that is not in the Ron DeSantis playbook. Uh, he's used to standing behind a podium of fawning uh, reporters who are going to throw him softball questions and let him say mean stuff about people who are not there. Uh, this is a, He is not prepared for this fight, and it's obvious. I don't know about that ad. Ever since watching the Trump pudding ad, I believe all political ads must contain thinly veiled metaphors for butt stuff. You know, this ad would be far more engaging if they re-edited it so it plays in the corner of the pudding ad. Oh, oh wow, that's look an at idea. That. Yeah, that's definitely better. The way I still feel like the DeSantis ad is a little big. Can we make that a little smaller? Oh, that's an improvement. Um, yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like okay. That. Well, I, I mean, well, let's try just just a curiosity. Can we try like ten times smaller than that? Oh, okay. wow. that's, that's nice. Okay. Even better. Now, nice. that's good. Now I'm paying yeah. attention to the DeSantis ad. I, it's actually maybe just get rid of it entirely. Is that... Yeah, I think we. Yeah, we're mm. good. Let's just yeah, watch I, the this pudding is, ad. This is the best version. Magnify the pudding. Oh, that's nice. Can we do pudding in pudding? There, there's an idea. I, let's mm. just keep. If there's any way to be infinite pudding, that'd be great. Mm, now you're talking. Look at that go. No. That is a great no, this is it. ad. This is great. Ad. This is it. The pudding is Absolutely. good. Now, moving on, Van, I don't normally watch documentaries that take place outside the 90 Day Fiance universe, but you have an incredible new documentary out now called The First Step about your effort to work across party lines on criminal justice reform in a more humane response to America's addiction crisis. We've already tried to help addicts by punishing them swiftly and endlessly. I mean, how could we possibly do better? 
Well, we could do better by doing with uh, poor folks' kids what we do with rich folks' kids, which Nose is we jobs? sit them in a rehab and we give them a second chance. The first step of the documentary that shows when left and right come together, black, white, and brown come together, we can actually get stuff done. We can pass laws that even Donald Trump is willing to sign that help people come home and get help, and we should do more of that. That's a great message. Well, the guys on the corner just recruited me for a big brawl, so let's wrap it there. Sorry we didn't have time for those photos of a Dominion voting machine blowing their Fox News settlement at a Porsche dealership. Thank you to my guest, Van Jones. Thank you so much, Van. Thank you. His incredible new documentary, The First Step About Crossing Party Lines to Enact Criminal Justice Reform, is available to stream now. Up next on Tuning Out the News, the podcast. The liberal panelists of Virtue Signal defend Senator Dianne Feinstein's right to serve in the U.S. government until her final breath. But first, a word from our sponsor. Netflix, cut us some slack. We only have $150 billion. Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News... Host Kylie Weaver and the liberal panelists of Virtue Signal clapped back at calls from within their own party for Senator Dianne Feinstein to resign, instead of encouraging her to serve for another hundred years out of respect. Tonight, we stand feminist icon Dianne Feinstein because even one woman losing her seat in the Senate is worse than all women losing their bodily autonomy. This is Virtue Signal. and I friggin' love calling George Amal Clooney's husband. Top story, y'all. Democratic senator who's got shingles and is ready to mingle with souls on the far shore of the river Styx, Diane Feinstein, is facing an avalanche of petty, craven calls to resign just because she hasn't shown up to work since February, missed 58 Senate votes, ended the party's ability to confirm liberal judges, and is a billionaire. Just listen to this backstabbing from Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna of California, an unregistered lobbyist for Big Spry. She's missed 75% of votes this year. She hasn't been showing up and she has no uh, intention. We don't know if she's even going to show up. She has no return date. There's the sense, well, you need to have a deference to these senators who've served so long. How about a deference to the American people? Okay, why should we listen to Ro Khanna? He completely discredited himself when he went on some dumb cartoon show. Kana is parroting a report in Notorious Gossip Rag, the New York Times, which read, Ms. Feinstein sometimes struggles to recall the names of colleagues, frequently has little recollection of meetings or telephone conversations, and at times walks around in a state of befuddlement. So she struggles with tiny details like her colleagues' names. She's a big picture gal. She needs the biggest picture possible and an aide to hold her head in place. Luckily, Feinstein has defenders all across the Democratic Party insider beltway leadership. A senator should be able to make their own judgments about when they're retiring and when they're not. It's um, up to Dianne Feinstein and her family to uh, decide uh, whether she wants to uh, uh, keep on serving. And she's had a remarkable record and uh, uh, I respect that. Yes, all you voters out there, if you're in line, stay in line so we can protect women's rights unless we need to protect the pride of one rich lady. 
Joining me in the echo chamber is former Biden White House communications director who wonders when Xbox will release the video game of political playbook, Jordan Poles. Hello. Former DNC chair convinced a Bloomberg Lieberman ticket would win 50 states, Charlotte Fitzgerald. Good evening. The Lincoln Project senior advisor and Oscar Isaac of falling from one floor to another at the mall, Troy Lawson. Hi, Kylie. Okay, team, what message do these attacks on Senator Feinstein send to all the other 89-year-old girls out there hoping to get their gnarled hoof in the door. It's toxic. Americans cannot tell Dianne Feinstein what to do because her ears fell off. Amen. What's so bad about walking around in a state of befuddlement? Would you rather she walk around with a gun? Of course not. Senator Feinstein, take whatever organs you need from the primetime meat bucket that is my thorax so you can stay in the Senate forever. Maybe skip the colon. The doctor says it's a clunker. Right. But I insisted on holding on to it for sentimental reasons. Troy, we, His concern um, was that it would turn evil. So he comes at me with a scalpel and crucifix. Troy, we have to move on. In solidarity with her everyday working class wealthy colleagues, former Speaker Nancy Pelosi said this about a senator's right to work well into rigor mortis. I don't know what political agendas are at work that are going after Senator Feinstein in that way. I've never seen them go after a man who was sick in the Senate in that way. That sentiment is echoed by the unbiased passengers on the Feinstein staff gravy train. According to Politico, they view the calls for her to quit as laced with ageism, sexism, ideological disputes, and unchecked political opportunism. Those elder abusers are right. And it's also ableist to insist you can't hold office just because you are ashes inside an urn. Yeah, and it's also racist since Feinstein's skin turns blue every time the temperature drops below 90 degrees. You never hear about Joe Biden's age, except in a Yahoo News YouGov poll saying nearly 7 in 10 registered voters now say President Biden is too old for another term. And more Democrats agree than disagree with that assessment. I know that seems to prove voters don't want to be governed by leaders so old they bruise when you breathe on them, but it actually proves that Joe Biden is a woman. Can I say just one more thing? Sure, but it can't be about your colon. So basically you're telling Peter Pan not to fly. Missing out? Okay, I have to go to a party to celebrate my older sister's total bullshit Nobel Prize in chemistry, so let's wrap it there. When Tuning Out the News returns, the conservative panelists of Hot Take ask comedian Desi Lydic what's so wrong with the beautiful friendship between a Supreme Court justice and a billionaire Nazi memorabilia collector. That's ahead. BlackRock. Nom nom nom. We eat houses. This week on Tuning Out the News... Host Tyler Templeton and the right-wing panelists of Hot Take were joined by comedian Desi Lydic to defend Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's relationship with Harlan Crow and Republicans' God-given right to flip-flop on abortion. Plus, Tyler tests Desi's knowledge of liberal conspiracy theories. Hey, it's host and restroom paper towel power user Tyler Templeton, alongside co-host forcibly declawed by the state, Bonnie Davis, co-host who wishes garbage trucks could stand up on legs and fight Susan Shepard, and co-host descended from a family that got rich selling porta potties to both sides of some war, Austin Sparks. I refuse to drink Bud Light until I can inspect the Clydesdale's genitals. This is Hot Take. What's up, loud piss legion? Top story. 
ProPublica reports that venerated Supreme Court justice and strict interpreter of the document that called him three-fifths a person, Clarence Thomas, did not disclose the 2014 sale and renovation of properties owned by Justice Thomas and his relatives to Texas billionaire conservative activist and man with a definitely non-supervillain name, Harlan Crow. This comes after ProPublica's report that Harlan Crow bankrolled previously undisclosed vacations with Justice Thomas because no one can resist partying with this guy. That revelation led Justice Thomas to release a statement reading in part, Harlan and Kathleen Crow are among our dearest friends, and we have been friends for over 25 years, as friends do. We have joined them on a number of family trips during the more than quarter century we have known them. Hello, they're just friends. Me and my bros always get together, watch the game, and buy each other's mom's houses. Now here to discuss is The Daily Show's Desi Lydic. Thank you for joining us, Desi. Thank you, Tyler. Now, Desi, I assume you're coming to us live from a house that a friend bought and renovated out of the goodness of their heart. Isn't that just what friends do? Yes, what he did was clearly illegal and unethical. But I have to say, from a from a headline standpoint, I really appreciate this story. You know, Supreme Court Justice accepted lavish gifts and property from a Nazi sympathizing Republican billionaire mega donor. This is truly Trump era corruption Mad Libs at its finest. Wait, just because Harlan Crow collected Nazi artifacts does not make him a Nazi sympathizer. The last thing we need is a lawsuit from a Nazi sympathizer. Justice Thomas needs a backup job as a real estate investor in case his lifetime appointment doesn't work out. We all know why this is happening. Both Clarence Thomas and his wife Jenny are minorities. Clarence Thomas is African-American and Jenny Thomas is Xanax-American. Harlan Crow bought Clarence Thomas's mom's house because he needs as much space as he can get. You can't fit all the furnishings of the Third Reich into one house. Absolutely not. <laughs> now moving on to the 2024 presidential campaign. Obviously, the Republican candidates are 100% pro-life, except when the life of their doomed presidential campaigns is at risk. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, who is so passionate about the Palmetto State she made the Palmetto tree her personality, said this about abortion to a crowd in Iowa. I don't want unelected judges deciding something this personal. Yes, your body, your choice, our choice to wholly abandon our political project of 50 years. Now, Desi, Republicans obviously made a mistake when they legislated women's bodies. It took us more than six weeks to realize it, and we want to reverse course. What's so wrong with not wanting to live with never winning elections? Well, look, I, uh, I think it's clear that Nikki Haley's stance on abortion is still gestating. And I'm really excited to see what it looks like when it's fully developed. You know, Nikki Haley has, has, has built a career over flip-flopping, everything from her support of Trump to the Confederate flag to now abortion. So this shouldn't necessarily be surprising. Uh, but at the end of the day, I believe women. Boo! I believe Nikki Haley now. I believed her before she changed her mind. And I will believe her again when she changes her mind in the future. Republicans should be able to pass unpopular laws and still win elections, which is why, I'll say it again, Republicans need to secretly pass laws under a tarp. What are they doing under there? Popular stuff, I'm sure. Now, moving on, Desi, you've demonstrated through your wildly popular series, Desi Lydic Fox Explains, that you understand the conservative mind, which brings us to our new game, Liberal Conspiracy or That's Just What Happened. I will say a thing that happened, and you tell me if it's a liberal conspiracy or that's just what happened. Ready? All right, I'm ready. And away we go. First one. 
Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg charges Donald Trump with crimes. Liberal conspiracy, or that's just what happened? Uh, that is just what happened. Wrong! Liberal conspiracy. The deep state knew the best way to kneecap Trump was to charge him with a victimless crime based on an incomprehensible legal theory. I don't think that's right, but okay, we can move on. Thank you very much. Next up, I lost my life savings betting on The Masked Singer. Liberal conspiracy, or that's just what happened. Okay, this one is pretty impossible for me to know for sure, but based on our brief interaction, I'm going to say that actually happened. Liberal conspiracy, because it makes so much sense that I would find a singing show so titillating that it blew out my pleasure centers and I'd have to place massive life-destroying bets to feel anything at all. Screw you, dandelion! (laughs) Next up, my mother only calls me to ask for money. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, Maybe uh, that's just what happened. Liberal conspiracy, my God. AOC is holding her hostage. Mommy loves me just the way I am. And finally, Bill Clinton is a free man. Liberal conspiracy or that's just what happened. That's just what happened. That's correct. That's just what happened. He's a total Boy Scout, assuming you ignore all the witness accounts and Epstein jet flight (laughs) records. And that's how you play liberal conspiracy or that's just what happened. All right, I'm going to impress my grandpa's friends by doing a backflip off the roof of their hospice. So that's all the time we have. Thank you to my esteemed guest, Desi Lydic. Thanks, Desi. Thank you, Tyler. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I I think you might need therapy. Well, I would do it if they didn't have a national restraining order against me. After the break, the panelists of Hot Take are back with a fresh batch of personal grievances to share and a brand new edition of I'm Not Done. Stick around. Ross, dress for less. In chaos, there is order. Welcome back. Let's wrap it out with I'm Not Done. Fox News host and plus-size hat evangelist Sean Hannity has busted the woke feminazis at Ford and beyond for phasing AM radio out of electric vehicles. They say it interferes with the electrical systems, but we know the truth. They don't want us to experience the ecstasy of listening to a wheezing retired football coach play Will They Won't They with the N-word all day. Keep the AM radio in there right below the gramophone. Unless you've been cryogenically frozen like my main mang Austin Powers, you know I'm the host of the world's number one show, Sparks. And our new season premieres next week, This Is For Real, with Hot Takes Bonnie Davis, mixed martial arts fighter turned political analyst Blake Holiday, and special guest Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. Me likey! See you there. Is it true the Artemis crew will watch your show from the moon? Yes. Is this real life? You rule! Good night, everyone. Until next week, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.